Hello. Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to our story segment. Currently, we share tales from the section Losing Friends from the Hitopadesha. Last week, Dhammanaka the jackal almost succeeded in sowing the seeds of suspicion in the lion's mind. But he wanted to be sure the lion wouldn't talk to his friend, the bull, and learn the truth. The devious jackal narrated the story of the lapwings and the ocean to make the lion doubt his strength. And what about the bull? Does he leave the forest and go away? Let's listen to the story and find out. But before we go to the tale, I have an announcement about our book review contest 2023. The contest is for children in classes 3 to 8, and you can read any book you choose and write a review following our guidelines. The last date for submission is today, Friday, June 30th, 2023. The first prize for each class is an Amazon gift card for Rs. 1,000 and the second prize is an Amazon gift card for Rs. 500. Winners will be announced on September 30, 2023. Go to our website for allourkids.com and find the guidelines for the contest under the announcements. And now to the story. The Lapwings and the Ocean A pair of lapwings lived along the shore of the southern sea. It was time for them to build a nest, for the female bird was ready to lay eggs. So she nudged her husband. My dear, we should find a nice quiet spot and ready your nest. It won't be very long now. The husband replied, but we found it. The wife looked this way and that. The waves crashed on the shore, rolling in and out. The spray of water hit the other low-flying birds. What do you mean we found it? Well, yes, dear. Isn't this where we spend all our time? Why not build a nest here, on the seashore? But look at the waves. When the tide comes in, the waves will wash away our nest. Oh, come on. Don't you have faith in me? I can keep all of us safe. The ocean won't cause us any trouble, not while I'm here. This brought a smile to the mama lapwing. Oh, indeed. So you don't see the difference between you and the ocean? I suppose it is difficult for us to understand our true strengths and weaknesses. A person who has enough self-awareness will never struggle because they know to make good decisions. They know when they must take risks and when to avoid them. But then, you say this is a good place, so I'll lay my eggs here. The mama lapwing found a snug corner on the shore and laid her eggs. Listening to the chatter of the birds made the sea curious. Is that lapwing really that much stronger than me? Let me see. A large wave swept over the sand. When the water receded, the lapwing eggs were gone. The mama bird cried out in agony. My eggs! The waves washed them away! The husband hugged and consoled her. All is not lost. I will find a way to bring them back. Then he flew to plead with his king, the majestic Garuda. 
The lapwing pointed out how the sea had invaded his home unfairly and carried away his eggs. Moved by the lapwing's sorrow, Garuda decided to approach Lord Narayana. After all, he not only creates but also preserves all living things in the universe. Narayana heard Garuda's plea and commanded the sea to return the lapwing's eggs. The ocean had no choice but to agree. Dhamanaka looked doubtfully at the king. That is why I said you can't be sure which of you is the stronger without knowing more about your strengths and weaknesses. Pingalaka's eyes narrowed. How will I know if he will attack or fight me? That's easy, your highness, replied Damanaka. Watch how he acts when he enters your presence. You'll know he's ready to plunge his horns into you if he bends low, almost bringing them to the ground. He may also look confused and dazed, as if he doesn't know what or why things are happening this way. But beware, it is all an act, and he's only trying to trick you. The jackal left the king to his thoughts and went looking for the bull. As soon as Dhamanaka caught sight of Sanjeevaka, he made a long face as if he was deeply troubled by something. Sanjeevaka was concerned. Hello, friend. You look a bit upset. Is anything the matter? Dhamanaka sighed loudly. <sighs> that is the fate of people like us isn't it? We are only servants, after all. We have no ownership over anything. The powerful can take away our riches and any power we may have in a flash. In the back of our mind, there's always this niggling worry that we lose favor with our lords and because of that, our position in life. Dhamanaka put his head in between his paws and lay down. You are speaking in riddles, Dhamanaka. Tell me clearly what has upset you. Sanjeevaka asked him again. Dhamanaka stared at the ground. I feel like a man floundering in water beside a sea snake. If I try to stay afloat by holding on to the serpent, it will kill me. But if I let go, I'm going to drown and die. Either way, I have no escape. I'm stuck between two unhappy choices. If I open my mouth and share what I know, I'll end up spilling royal secrets. But if I keep quiet, one of my friends will be in danger. Alas, what am I to do? How will I find peace? He sighed again and put his head in his paws. Sanjeevaka felt uneasy, and he insisted. Come, tell me what's bothering you. When you are troubled, sharing it with others makes it bearable. Dhamanaka lowered his voice. I realize that I shouldn't be leaking the king's secrets, but I have a responsibility to you, because I promised your safety when you came to live with us. The king has taken against you for some reason. He told me he'll kill you the next time he sees you. 
Sanjeevika's knees wobbled, his stomach twisted, and his breath came faster. The jackal stirred things further. This is not the time to be stunned or sad. You must do something. Sanjeevika tried to make sense of the jackal's words. He thought, it is true that most people who are rewarded don't deserve it. Wealth stays with one who never spends on anything and the rain falls on the sea. Rulers like the person who talks sweetly. But wait, I have a doubt. Could it be this jackal's doing? Did he say something to the king? I can't make that out from the way he's acting. Then, aloud, he said, This makes me so sad. I can't think of anything I did that could anger him. This is a problem with rulers. Even when you do everything for them, you can't be sure they'll be loyal to you in return. They turn on you for no reason. I can correct it if I've done something wrong to make him angry. But what can I do if he's angry for no reason? The jackal nodded in agreement. You are right. People are so fickle, my friend. They would rather go after those who are selfish and rude instead of being friends with people who are nice to them. It is hard to understand someone who changes their opinions and feelings so quickly. Even wise yogis can't figure out how to keep such people happy. You know, I've noticed something about people. It is useless to help the wicked because they'll just ignore your efforts. It is useless to advise ignorant folks because they won't act on it. It's useless to guide the stubborn because they'll only do what they want to do. But I'm not surprised. In life, good and bad things live together. So even while we're having fun, we must remember that things can go wrong. The sweet-smelling sandal tree is the home of snakes, and the lotus blooms in the pond alongside the crocodile. Looking closely at something, we'll see it's not all peaceful and serene. In the case of the sandal tree, the snake lives at its roots, the bees buzz around its flowers, and the monkeys and bears inhabit the branches and canopy. If you walk up to the tree saying, Oh, it is so lovely, you are in danger from all these creatures. I've known the king for a long time. He butters you up nicely when you talk to him, but inside he's ruthless and selfish. He is good at putting on a mask and pretending to be something he is not. And you'll fall for it, thinking he's so friendly and easy to talk to. He'll wave at you from a distance, be excited to see you, and even share his space with you. He'll ask about your family and your plans. But inside, oh, he's all poison and two-faced. In life, there's always a way to overcome obstacles. If the sea isn't the way of achieving your goal, you can cross it by boat. If your path is dark, you can use a lamp to shed light. If the air around you is still and hot, 
a fan can cool you down. And if you face an elephant running amok, you can use a stick to control it. But even God is helpless when it comes to an evil mind. All this talk only made Sanjeevaka feel even more down in the dumps. I am no way a threat to the lion as I don't even eat meat. But he has taken against me. I guess there's no way out. It is a fair battle only when both sides are powerful. But here I am, no match for him. He sighed. No matter who poisoned the king's mind against me, I must accept that our relationship has soured. I know we can't return to being friends like before, just like you can't fix a broken glass again. Both the thunderbolt and the king's anger can cause much damage. But there is one significant difference between the two. One ruins only where it strikes, but the other can destroy everything around it. I guess I must prepare myself for a fight. Is a king going to let me live if I don't fight? Of course not. So I might as well die fighting. If I die, my bravery will make me attain heaven. The chances of me winning are small, but I will be happy if I do. Sanjeevaka asked Damanaka, Tell me, friend, how will I know what the king plans to do if he's going to fight me? Damanaka pretended to think. Then he said, Watch how the king stands and his facial expressions to understand his intentions. You know he'll attack you if his tail is stiff, his leg raised and his mouth wide open. Don't you back down. Instead, be fierce as you are no coward. Huh. Damanaka is making sure that the lion and the bull don't find out the truth. Isn't he? Satisfied that Sanjeevaka was prepared to fight the lion, the jackal met his brother. Karataka raised his eyebrow. So, were you able to talk to the king? Did anything come out of it? He asked. But of course, those two are no longer friends. Just wait until you see what I've planned, Damanaka gloated. And from there, Damanaka went straight to the lion. Your Highness, the traitor is coming your way. Show him your strength and your might. Let him shiver in fear, he goaded the lion. Maybe if he had had a little time alone, Pingalaka would have reflected on what was happening. But Damanaka didn't want that. So he rushed his master into standing aggressively as the bull came in sight. Sanjeevaka saw the lion and knew his time was up. The beast stood just as Damanaka had described, with his tail stiff, paw raised, and wide open mouth bearing sharp teeth. The bull lowered his horns, as if ready to gore the lion, but he was no match for the wild cat and lay dead soon. Pingalaka stood by his friend's body full of sorrow. Oh, my goodness! What have I done? I have lost a friend, someone I trusted. 
Tamanaka could not have that. So he replied, My lord, you cannot feel sad at killing an enemy. If you hadn't killed him, he would have destroyed you. You can forgive someone if you're an ordinary person. But no, you are a king. A ruler who forgives his enemy can be sure that that person will come after his position. Listening to this, Pingalaka felt less guilty. He hadn't killed a blameless friend. Of course, he didn't know the events that took place were according to the jackal's plan. Pingalaka ruled his kingdom as before and soon forgot about Sanjeevaka. The jackals were very happy with the result and lived again in the king's court. Vishnu Sharma paused and looked at the princes. This is how one loses friends, my dear princes. The boys were entranced throughout the storytelling. Thank you, my dear Guru, they said. Vishnu Sharma blessed them. May your enemies lose their friends, the wicked destroyed, and the people of your kingdom prosper. This ends the section Losing Friends from the Hitopadesha. We'll take a short break in the series as we have an exciting ghost story for the next six weeks. Once that is completed, we will begin the third section of the Hitopadesha titled War. Until next week, goodbye from all of us at For All Our Kids. Thank you.